Section number one of A Guide to Modern Cookery, Part One. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Janie Speaks. A Guide to Modern Cookery, Part One, by Auguste Escoffier. Translated by James B. Herndon, Jr. Part 1. Fundamental Elements of Cooking Chapter 1. Fonde de Cuisine Before undertaking the description of the different kinds of dishes whose recipes I purpose giving in this work, it will be necessary to reveal the groundwork whereon these recipes are built. And although this has already been done again and again, and is wearisome in the extreme, a textbook on cooking that did not include it would be not only incomplete, but in many cases incomprehensible. Notwithstanding the fact that it is the usual procedure in matters culinary to insist upon the importance of the part played by stock, I feel compelled to refer to it at the outset of this work and to lay even further stress upon what has already been written on the subject. Indeed, stock is everything in cooking, at least in French cooking. Without it, nothing can be done. If one's stock is good, what remains of the work is easy. If, on the other hand, it is bad or merely mediocre, it is quite hopeless to expect anything approaching a satisfactory result. The workman, mindful of success, therefore, will naturally direct his attention to the faultless preparation of his stock, and in order to achieve this result, he will find it necessary not merely to make use of the freshest and finest goods, but also to exercise the most scrupulous care in their preparation for in cooking, care is half the battle. Unfortunately, no theories, no formulae, and no recipes, however well written, can take the place of practical experience in the acquisition of a full knowledge concerning this part of the work, the most important, the most essential, and certainly the most difficult part. In the matter of stock, it is, above all, necessary to have a sufficient quantity of the finest materials at one's disposal. The master or mistress of a house who stints in this respect thereby deliberately forfeits his or her right to make any remark whatsoever to the chef concerning his work, for let the talent or merits of the latter be what they may, they are crippled by insufficient or inferior material. It is just as absurd to exact excellent cooking from a chef whom one provides with defective or scanty goods as to hope to obtain wine from a bottled decoction of logwood. The principal kinds of fond de cuisine foundation sauces and stocks the principal kinds of fond de cuisine are one ordinary and clarified consommes two the browned stock or estouffade game stocks 
the bases of thickened gravies and of brown sauces. 3. White stock, basis of white sauces. 4. Fish stock. 5. The various essences of poultry, game, fish, etc., the complements of small sauces. 6. The various glazes for meat, game, and poultry. 7. The basic sauces espagnol, velouté, bechamel, tomato, and hollandaise. 8. The savory jellies or aspects of old fashioned cooking. To these kinds of stock, which, in short, represent the buttresses of the culinary edifice, must now be added the following preparations, which are, in a measure, the auxiliaries of the above. 1. The roux, the cohering element in sauces. 2. The mirepoix and matignon, aromatic and flavoring elements. 3. The court bouillon and the blancs. 4. The various stuffings. 5. The marinades. 6. The various garnishes for soups, for releves, for entrees, etc. Duxelle, Duchesse, Dauphine, Pate à Choux, Frying Batters, Various Salpicons, Profiteroles, Royal Zeufs, Filets, Diablotin, Pasté, etc. 1. Ordinary or White Consomme Quantities for making four quarts, three pounds of shin of beef, three pounds of lean beef, one and a half pounds of fowl's carcasses, one pound of carrots, a half a pound of turnips, three quarter pound of leeks and one stick of celery, a quarter pound of parsnips one medium-sized onion with a clove stuck in it. Preparation Put the meat into a stock pot of suitable dimensions after having previously strung it together. Add the poultry carcass, five quarts of water, and one-half ounce of gray salt. Place the stock pot on a moderate fire in such a manner that it may not boil too quickly, and remember to stir the meat from time to time. Under the influence of the heat, the water gradually reaches the interior of the meat, where, after having dissolved the liquid portions, it duly combines with them. These liquid portions contain a large proportion of albumen and as the temperature of the water rises, this substance has a tendency to coagulate. It also increases in volume, and, by virtue of its lightness, escapes from the water and accumulates on the surface in the form of scum. Carefully remove this scum as it forms, and occasionally add a little cold water before the boil is reached in order that, the latter being retarded, a complete expulsion of the scum may be effected. 
the clearness of the consomme largely depends upon the manner in which this skimming has been carried out then the vegetable garnishing is added the scum from these is removed as in the previous case and the edge of the stock pot should be carefully wiped to the level of the fluid so as to free it from the deposit which has been formed there the stock pot is then moved to a corner of the fire where it may continue cooking slowly for four or five hours at the end of this time it should be taken right away from the fire and after a half a pint of cold water has been added to its contents it should be left to rest a few minutes with a view to allowing the grease to accumulate on the surface of the liquid whence it must be carefully removed before the consomme is strained this last operation is effected by a means of a very fine strainer placed on top of a white tureen clean and wide which should then be placed in a draught to hasten the cooling of the consomme the tureen should not on any account be covered and this more particularly in summer when rapid cooling is a precautionary measure against fermentation remarks upon the different causes which combine to influence the quality of a consomme it will be seen that i have not made any mention in the above formula of the meat and the vegetables which have helped to make the consomme my reason being that it is preferable to remove them from the stock pot only after the broth has been strained so as not to run the risk of disturbing the latter the quality of the meat goes a long way towards settling the quality of the consomme in order that the latter be perfect it is essential that the meat used should be that of comparatively old animals whose flesh is well set and rich in flavor this is a sine qua non and the lack of meat coming from old animals in england accounts for the difficulty attaching to the making of good consomme and savory sauces in this country cattle in england are killed at an age varying from three to four years at the most the meat thus obtained has no equal for the purpose of roasts and grills and anything approaching it is rarely met with on the continent but when this same meat is used for boiling or braising it does not contain enough juice or flavor to yield a satisfactory result this shortcoming is furthermore aggravated by a fault that many commit who are employed in the making of consommes and stock the fault in question consists in cooking the bones simultaneously with the meat now to extract that gelatinous element from bone which produces the mellowness characteristic of all good consommes it is necessary that the gelatinous bodies should be cooked for twelve hours at least and even after that time has elapsed they are still not entirely spent on the continent the quality of the meat easily compensates for this technical error but such is certainly not the case in england where five hours stewing only results in a flat and insipid consomme i therefore believe that 
in the case of either consomme or stock, the formulae of which I shall give later, it would be advisable for the bones to stew at least twelve hours, and this only after they have been well broken up, while the quantity of water used should be so calculated as to suffice exactly for the immersion of the meat that must follow. The contents of this first stock-pot should include half of the vegetables mentioned, and the consomme thus obtained, after having been strained and cooled, will take the place of the water in the recipe in accordance with the directions I have given above. The Uses of White Consomme White consomme is used in the preparation of clarified consommes, in which case it undergoes a process of clarifying, the directions for which will be given later. It also serves as the liqueur for thick soups, poached fowls, etc. It must be limpid, as colorless as possible, and very slightly salted, for whatever the use may be for which it is intended, it has to undergo a process of concentration. 2. The Preparation of Clarified Consomme for Clear Soups Quantities for Making 4 Quarts 5 quarts of ordinary consomme, 1 and one half pounds of very lean beef, the white of an egg, 1 fowl's carcass, roasted if possible. First, mince the beef and pound it in a mortar with the fowl's carcass and the white of an egg, adding a little cold white consomme. Put the whole into a tall, narrow, and thick-bottomed stew pan. Then gradually add the cold white broth from which all grease has been removed, that the whole may be well mixed. Then the stew pan may be put on the fire and its contents thoroughly stirred for fear of their burning at the bottom. When boiling point is reached, move the stew pan to a corner of the fire so that the soup may only simmer, for anything approaching the boil would disturb the contents. A good hour should be enough to properly finish the consomme, and any longer time on the fire would be rather prejudicial than the reverse, as it would probably impair the flavor of the preparation. Now, carefully remove what little grease may have collected on the surface of the consomme, and strain the latter through muslin into another clean stew pan. It is now ready for the addition of the garnishes that are to form part of it, which I shall enumerate in due course. Remarks upon clarifications For clarified consommes, even more than for the ordinary kind, it is eminently advisable that the meat should be that of old animals. Indeed, it is safe to say that one pound of meat coming from an animal of eight years will yield much better consomme than two pounds would coming from a fattened animal of about three or four years. The consomme will be stronger, mellower, and certainly more tasty, 
as the flesh of young animals has absolutely no richness of flavor it will be seen that i do not refer to any vegetable for the clarification if the white consomme has been well carried out it should be able to dispense with all supplementary flavoring and the customary error of cooks being rather to overdo the quantity of vegetables even to the extent of disguising the natural aroma of the consomme i prefer to entirely abandon the idea of vegetable garnishes in clarifications and thus avoid a common stumbling block three chicken consomme white chicken consomme is prepared in exactly the same way as ordinary white consomme there need only be added to the meat the quantity of which may be lessened an old hen or a cock slightly colored on the spit or in the oven for the clarification the quantity of roast fowl carcasses used may be increased provided the latter be not too fat the process however is the same as in the clarification of ordinary consommes the color of chicken consomme should be lighter than that of the ordinary kind namely a light amber yellow limpid and warm four fish consomme these consommes are rarely used for lenten soups with a fish basis are generally thick soups for the preparation of which the fish fumet whereof i shall give the formula later formula number eleven should avail whenever there is no definite reason for the use of an absolutely lenten consomme it would be advisable to resort to one of the ordinary kind and to finish off the same by means of a good fish essence extracted from the bones of a sole or whiting an excellent consomme is thus obtained more palatable and less flat than the plain fish consomme if however one were obliged to make a plain fish consomme the following procedure should be adopted clarification of fish consomme quantities for making four quarts four and one-half quarts of ordinary fish fumet having a decided taste one-half pound of good fresh caviar or pressed caviar mode of procedure pound the caviar and mix the resulting pulp with the cold fish fumet put the whole into a saucepan place it on the open fire and stir with a spatula until the contents reach the boil then move the saucepan to a corner of the fire and let the consomme simmer gently for twenty minutes after which strain it through muslin with great caution and keep it well covered and in the warmth so as to prevent the formation of a gelatinous film on the surface 
fish consommes are greatly improved by the addition of such aromatics as saffron or curry both of which considerably add to their quality five game consomme the necks breasts and shoulders of venison and of hare old wild rabbits old pheasants and old partridges may be used in the production of game consommes an ordinary consomme may likewise be made in which half the beef can be replaced by veal and to which may be added while clarifying a succulent game essence this last method is even preferable when dealing with feathered game but in either case it is essential that the meat used should be half roasted beforehand in order to strengthen the fumet the formula that i give below must therefore only be looked upon as a model necessarily alterable according to the resources at one's disposal the circumstances and the end in view quantities for making four quarts of plain game consomme three pounds of neck shoulder or breast of venison one and a half pounds of hair trimmings one old pheasant or two partridges four ounces of sliced carrots browned in butter half a pound of mushrooms likewise browned in butter one medium-sized leek and two sticks of celery one bunch of herbs with extra thyme and bay leaves one onion oven browned with two cloves stuck into it liqueur five and one half quarts of water seasoning one ounce of salt and a few peppercorns these to be added ten minutes previous to straining the consomme time allowed for cooking three hours mode of procedure proceed in exactly the same way as for ordinary consommes taking care only to half roast the meat as i pointed out above before putting it in the stew pan the clarification of game consommes the constituents of the clarification of game consommes vary according to the kind of consomme desired if it is to have a partridge flavor one partridge should be allowed for each quart of the consomme whereas if its flavor is to be that of the pheasant half an old pheasant will be required per each quart of the liquid lastly in the case of plain game consommes one pound of lean venison hare or wild rabbit should be allowed for each quart of the required consomme mode of procedure whatever be the kind of game used the latter must be thoroughly boned and the meat well pounded together with the white of an egg per four quarts of consomme about two ounces per quart 
of dried mushrooms should now be added if they can be procured, while the bones and the remains or carcasses of game should be browned in the oven and completely drained of all grease. The whole can now be mixed with the cold game consomme. The clarification is then put over an open fire, stirring incessantly the while, and as soon as the boil is reached, the saucepan must be moved to a corner of the fire, where its contents may gently boil for three-quarters of an hour. The fat should then be removed and the consomme strained through muslin, after which cover up until wanted. 6. Special Consommes for Suppers The consommes whose formulae I have just given are intended more particularly for dinners. They are always finished off by some kind of garnish, which besides lending them an additional touch of flavor, gives them their special and definite character when they are served up in the diner's plate. But the case is otherwise with the consommes served for suppers. These, being only served in cups, either hot or cold, do not allow of any garnishing, since they are to be drunk at table. They must therefore be perfect in themselves, delicate and quite clear. These special consommes are made in a similar manner to the others, though it is needful to slightly increase the quantity of meat used for the clarification, and to add to that clarification the particular flavor mentioned on the menu, to wit, a few stalks of celery, if the consomme is a celery one, a small quantity of curry, if the consomme is given as à l'indienne, or a few old roast partridges, if it is to be termed consomme au fumé de perdreau, and so on. The means by which one may vary the aroma of consommes are legion but it is highly important what aroma soever be used that the latter be not too pronounced it ought only to lend a distinctive and at the same time subtle finish to the consomme which besides sharpening the latter should increase its succulence when the consomme is served cold it ought to have the qualities of an extremely light and easily melting jelly, barely firm, but when it is too liquid, it rarely gives that sensation of perfection and succulence to the palate of the consumer which the latter expects. When too firm and too gelatinous, it is positively disagreeable. Therefore, if it is to be relished, it should be just right in respect of consistency. End of section one. Recording by Janie Speaks, who can be found at janiespeaks.com.